And welcome to the inaugural edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay, airing on Peoria Life today, Facebook Live. John's already laughing. Well, it's such a pretentious name. <laughs> Scott Wheeler's. You can tell they're good friends, yes. okay? It's all yeah, about I mean, Scott. Really. We're setting the tone already. <laughs> Call it all about Scott. <laughs> also on YouTube and Peoria TV, which is on Channel 17 on i3 Broadband, all right? And today we have uh, two very good friends from 93.3 The Drive, John Riley and Nancy Flagg. I can't think of two better people to start Scott Wheeler's <laughs> airplay <laughs> with just by yourself. Talked about yourself for twenty minutes. Thanks for having us. It's yeah, fun. It's thank interesting. You I'm so glad much. you're here. Is this hard or is this easy? I'll let you know when we're done. <laughs> I've got the face for radio. You know? I got you. So I've known you guys for over. I told John this a few years ago or a few weeks ago. I already know the answers to all the questions okay, I'm going to ask right. you, but I'm going to ask them to you Great. anyway because the folks out there sure. want to learn some things about you. So, Nancy, we'll start with you. Okay. One of the things I love about you is you kind of took a, a backwards way into radio. Most people who get into television start yes. in radio and move to television. You... I know you did some radio at school, yeah. but you moved from TV to radio, so take us back to that point. So we were talking about this morning, I kind of got into radio by accident, so I went to ISU, I went through their program over there, worked well, at she W... She doesn't remember where she went to school. We went Stop! We went back to Bloomington, she couldn't find the building. Okay, that's a whole other story, that is a whole other story. Um, so I went to ISU. I worked at WZND there, right. but I also worked at TV10 there. So my original plan was to get into TV, which I did. I worked for WMBD and I worked there for six years, started as a producer, an overnight producer, and then reporter, and then eventually anchor. And then, I don't know, I just didn't want to do TV anymore. And um, so I left, but then I had done a little bit of radio just filling in because we were owned by the same company. Right. So um, after I left, there was a position open. John came and somebody left. Mm -hmm. So there was a position open and um, I applied for it and kind of had worked out. I knew all the people involved. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of a very easy uh, transition. Well, so that was after we'd, been, we'd gone to 93.3 Oldies. We were big oldies at that mm -hmm. point, We were a couple remember? different mm -hmm. stations. And, uh, and so I brought, got brought in and it was Jim Dugan, who's now the spokesperson for Caterpillar, right. and Chuck Collins. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and we were the you know it was Riley Dugan and Collins. We were like the morning show that was too Irish for its own good, but, but too but, male for its own yeah. good. <laughs> but but true story. On my very first day here, which was in October of '97, Dugan was sick, so I was filling so in. So she was filling yeah. in. So actually, well, she was the very first news person I, mm -hmm. I ever had when I came to Peoria. Which yeah, was cool. and I found something just wonderful. Radio is so much more fun than TV because you don't have to dress up. <laughs> I've done, I've no done makeup, my hair for no. you today and put on makeup and lipstick. Yeah, she looks better now than she's looked in like weeks. <laughs> she's not kidding, so that's fine. But yeah, so I love it. I And obviously we have a great relationship on and off the air. We're friends and we just have a good time. So you know. it's an e it's it's really like it, it, it makes it easier. It's an easy sure. job to have. And I don't want to say the job itself is easy because we have we have still things we have to do to make sure that they happen. But just the fact that we get along so great makes the job so easier and we have fun. So, John, if I was reading your resume 20 years ago, and I think I did. Yes, you did, actually. <laughs> um, sure. I would have guessed, just from seeing all the things you 
were doing that you would have been either a musician or maybe a stand-up comic or an actor? And all of the above. How in the world did you make it that leap to radio? Well, I had gone to school on a theater scholarship originally, and I'm like the one guy that went to college on a theater scholarship that was never in a show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I had kind of sniffed around over there, and, and, and I liked it, but I, I, I enjoyed more uh, the group of people over uh, at the NPR radio station in school, mm. which was all feature reporting, so it was cutting sound together and doing that kind of stuff, and I started, that, that was kind of my gateway into really liking that type of radio, was the, the sound things that would happen you'd be you'd have to well i'm gonna be doing a story about a farm so we're gonna need it to sound like you know you'd have to go out on the farm and record you know chickens and stuff and then Mm -hmm. cut all that together so they could voice it over so i thought that part of it was fascinating but then i was doing stand-up and i was playing in a band and uh then you know todd manley don't you do know todd manley Mm -hmm. he's the gm at wgn now but at the time he was the production director at a little station cilfm in carbondale illinois and he was doing a series of commercials for women's basketball at the university. And he needed funny voices. So me and this other guy who were doing stand-up and stuff, and he knew us just from that, mm-hmm. said, come in, can you guys do these voices? And so we cut these commercials for women's basketball, doing all these stupid voices. It went all season long, increased attendance at the ba- women's basketball games like 60% and won an award. And I was like, this is easy! This is <laughs> <laughs> and so... They had an, uh, an opening at that station for like an AM daytime show with oldies music and engineering Cubs games, and I took it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, it's better than working at McDonald's or whatever. And then uh, when the morning guy there, he was having some issues uh, in his life, and he needed to take a sabbatical from the morning show. Uh, and he said, I need someone to fill while I'm gone, so do you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm thinking, you're never getting that show back, buddy. And he never did. Is that the place where you shut the power off of the whole radio station? <laughs> my very first day. My very, my, oh, I, I was not hired this yet. This is why I was just sitting here laughing. <laughs> we were taking the tour to, to see if I wanted to do that little AM daytime show. Uh-huh. And we were in the little AM daytime studio. And there was a light switch on the board on the side of the console. And I flipped it. You what does this light? do? Well, I thought it was lights. We were leaving the room, and I thought it was lights, but it was the power to the board. You know, it was wired in 1942 or something. You know what I mean? So they, you basically they, shut they down that, the radio station. I shut station. down the whole radio station. <laughs> and they still hired you. Know, the you. alarms are going off. Oh, my God. And they still well, hired they you. They still hired me. Gosh. I mean, it was they were a little bit sympathetic. It's like, yeah, it looks like a light switch. <laughs> yes, it, it is a light switch. Oh, that so, cracks But me. they hung on to me uh, regardless, and then I ended up getting the morning show there, and, and I worked that show for 10 years. Mm. I mean, I went through like five of these. <laughs> Girls. No one's uh, as good as me, I worked right? with some, no. Uh, nobody, I'm serious. It, it, was, it was really interesting. I mean, you had to work with a, a different group of people all the time. And I worked with a lot of the same people you probably know. I worked with Simon Martinez. You remember sure. Simon? Yeah. I worked with him. And, and, uh, and there was kind of a natural actual progression up to Peoria for a lot of those folks because sure. that was kind of the next stop mm. for a lot of people. And um, I don't know if this might be another question, but just to, it seems a natural continuation. When I had uh, a company came in, blew us all out. That happens in radio all the time. Right. You know, we were the number one show. And <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. Right? Let's well, get rid of it. Doesn't matter. They had a syndicated <laughs> show that they already owned, and yeah. they didn't have to pay for it. So mm-hmm. you know, that's how the business. It kind of stunk because you know I'd had a 
one-year-old child and sure. had to go home and tell my wife that the gig was over and now what do we do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And on my answering machine, when I got home to tell my wife about all that, and on my answering machine was a message from uh, Stacy Granhoff, who uh, had come to Peoria, and she was working at WMBD as a sales rep. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, John, I just want to call and check in. This guy quit on the station up here, and they're looking for a morning guy. I didn't know if anything you'd like to do. I don't know. Give us a call. I like it here. Nice people. Bye. Click. Beep. <laughs> and here you are. So <laughs> yeah. I got had that nasty moment of being fired and walked in, and my next job was waiting on the answering machine. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think that was my mom looking out for me. I don't yeah. know. Maybe so. All right, you've already touched on it. By the way, we're talking to John Riley and Nancy Flagg. From and, that oh, movie. and Scott Wheeler. His uh-huh. name's on the show. Don't forget. It happens when you own the show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 93.3, The Drive. You've already mentioned the story about flipping off the power of the radio station. Sure. Along the way, we've all had those really embarrassing moments, either on the air or off the air. Can you think of another? How about you, Nancy? I just am embarrassed all the time because <laughs> I'm not quite as quick on the take as him, so I make up these words, which we've declared them as flaggerisms, okay. which I'll, I'll combine words or I'll mispronounce words. It's just something I, I do. I will use that word in a sentence for the rest of the show. <laughs> so what's a flaggerism? Oh. What was the latest one? You had one just the other day. You said... Uh, what is it? I can't remember. It was a mis- you mispronounced the name of... Uh, I mispronounce the name of government officials all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> yeah, but it came out to be a really it. cool word. It was like, you know when you when you have uh, the, the, the spell check on your phone? Yes. And it's almost right, but not quite. Like I found so out the other day that when you write Radiothon and send it to someone in a text, it spell checks to Radiothong, two <laughs> words. <laughs> that would be in the 93.3 The Drive store, the Radiothong. So that's what I get most embarrassed about is when I misspeak. But he says stupid stuff all the time, and he never gets embarrassed. So I'm trying to trying to take that avenue. Like, we're just being authentic. We're sure. just, we really are. There's not, like, we don't put on any errors. It's very genuine. We're talking like we talk... Like we're sitting across a table at a diner or we're something like that. We're actually idiots, not yeah, right. Idiots. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. We are. When you're in, when and you're gonna test. And we to say this. stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When you're gonna test this, you've been at this as longer, longer than I have. You are asked that question more than any other question. Mm-hmm. If you speak at a class or go to a hospital mm-hmm. or whatever, what's your most embarrassing moment? I mean. My embarrassing moments in this line of work, and it was the same when I was in stand-up, it's content. It's like I revel in it. I like it. It's like I, I, you could take any radio program that I've done ever, and you could find five things in there that would embarrass most people. They would be, I can't believe I did that. I can't, I'll never go on the air again. I'm so embarrassed. I, I do that stuff. That's that's what I do. <laughs> so I don't really get embarrassed like that. Mm. I, I it, it honestly is... Is kind of fuel for what I do. So well, I will say that I know I'm on the radio. I was on TV, but I get super nervous and and I embarrass myself when I have to speak publicly. Sure, that's common. So mm-hmm. I remember that's that is one thing I get super embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. There was one incident when I was very green as a reporter in TV, and I still like get red in the face over it. So I don't I don't like to speak in the public. That's funny. I just know, I, I bother her about this all the time. I'm like, really? You realize there's 100,000 people listening to you right now. Yeah, but they're not I, in this room. We're just drinking coffee and chatting and listening to some music. 
So. Well, that that is what's interesting about radio is how intimate it is, and and how how important chemistry is if you have more than one person on a show. And you guys obviously have have wonderful chemistry. What you've touched on it a little bit, but what what makes it work? Because if you don't have it, people know, and if you do have it, people know. Mm -hmm. So, and you've been doing this together for twenty yeah. years. Mm -hmm. What makes it work? Are what you makes married? you click? Are you married? <laughs> I am married. How long have you and your wife been married? 34 years. Everything that you've done to stay together in 34 years with yeah. your lovely wife mm. is what makes it work. Mm. And what makes it doesn't work on occasion. Uh, I mean, it literally is that way. Mm. Uh, you are absolutely honest. You have to be honest. Yeah. You know, you have to, if you're irritated with something you can't go crazy on the air because that's not nice mm. but you wouldn't do that to your wife either but you you know you have to say you know <laughs> you left the microwave door open again i, I mean it's just like that you know it's you do that on the air and 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 it's the same kind of a relationship yeah i will say that i mean this might sound weird but i actually talk to john and spend more time with john than i do my actual husband on a I daily basis mm -hmm. we are in a studio for four hours together so it has to be real mm -hmm. and you know, that's an excellent point. He typically he does get on my nerves, and I'm sure I get on his nerves. Every I day. think I think I tell him more so. He's super he's super cool about it. He doesn't tell me that I get on his nerves, but mm -hmm. I do. I know I do. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that I think early on that we started to get, I was very nervous because again, he was he's a big talker. <laughs> Right. No. So I was not because I came from TV. I came from news. Yeah. So in news, Brief. you don't opinionate yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very big um, learning curve for me. Mm -hmm. But he was always so open about me making mistakes, like just saying dumb stuff. Like I didn't have to say it correctly or in a certain way. And he was always very. So then the more we did that, the more comfortable I felt and the more open I felt to just be myself. Excellent. Do you know what I mean? I do. So yeah. over the years that has developed, and it's taken a lot of years, but I, I, that, like you, you weren't critical of me, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I had the luxury of, of growing up in the Chicago area and hearing how it was done correctly. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? There were really great people like Larry Lujak and John Brandmeier and, and, uh, and John Landecker and and some of these people, and, and even uh, back to Wally Phillips and some of those guys on, on GN who, mm -hmm. they figured it out. And they, they, yeah. they, that's how they spoke. And you could kind of hear this. I kind of did a soul search of what endeared me to those shows. And I went, wow, it's because they're really, really normal people. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. big stars. Yeah. They're normal, funny mm -hmm. people. But it was the normal parts that endeared you to them, not just the funny content. Mm -hmm. So and I learned a lot coming from TV to radio. I mean, it was it's a different medium. So it's, it's different the way you, you know, communicate. So I, I learned a lot, and I'm continuing to learn. Mm. Um, so, you know, and well, we radio, just get along well, really well. Well, radio's the, the, radio is the last, like, mind-to-mind -mind medium where I speak into a microphone and you hear it. Instantly, mm -hmm. if there's no sets, there's no makeup, there's none of this rigmarole. You don't have to look at anything. You don't have to punch any buttons or click any mice. Mm -hmm. You, I speak and you hear it. So it's this immediate uh, platform that is like nothing else. It's the, it's the it's 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 absolutely unfettered human communication, which is what we all desire, right. and that's what makes it so special. Okay, radio married couple then. <laughs> What's the one thing you really appreciate about him? Um, his humor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's very funny. Um, but did you ask? Okay, yeah, he, he's very funny. And like I said, he, he, he's not 
overly critical, like you probably shouldn't have said that, although I think you did today say that off the air. <laughs> so, and then I just shoot him a look or I ignore him. Like, like Aaron, you probably. Part. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, we just have a lot of fun and mm. we banter back and forth. So, um, you didn't ask me what annoyed me most. Was that coming up? Sure, let's go for it. Because so, you've been dying to say it I for the last been, 20 minutes. Because what annoys you about Jad Riley? And he will, <laughs> he will admit it, and actually my listeners tell me all the time, John needs to stop talking over you. He needs to let you speak. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So he knows. But it does, I sometimes do get irritated at that. And just, I'm substitute, just being honest. Substitute the word Everyone for you, and that's exactly who I am. <laughs> that's right. As a matter of fact, it's that's a great, true. I'll tell you a great. This is an honest story too. Uh, I was in the midst of one of those moments uh, a long time. This is forever ago. This is we were in an office somewhere like that, and uh, I was in the midst of one of those moments. And and Rob actually uh, looked at me and said, "You need to listen more." <laughs> High five, okay, buddy. but but it, I I went home pissed like jerk you know what i mean he was was telling me the button then eventually i went well you know what i need to listen more and it made up a big a big impact he was my boss you know what i mean at that time can you tell him that again no it was cool those are teaching moments and those things you that's how long rob and i've known each other you know forever so but that helped me um what do i like about her most she's so she cares so much i mean about everything Sometimes too much, you know. She worries and cares, and she's always there and prepared, and everything's ready. And she just cares a lot, you know what I mean, about making it good. And uh, she's a pro. That's what I like about her. She's oh, a pro. Thanks, John. She is. She's a pro. And the thing that irritates me the most about her, <laughs> yeah, at least tell me, because he is, never tells me. Is is sometimes it, it, it she'll come in and she she's not in the mood to do a show. <laughs> That is going to be fun. <laughs> and I'll be... That's true. I'm ready to go here. Let's do this Seriously, thing. Seriously, he walks be like, in and he's like, yes, oh, I know. No. She'll go, I'm not... You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, 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 one, of the, one of these days. All right. Uh, we get lifting. through it. You know, sometimes she has... Like, I, I can come in after, you know... Everybody's died in the flood and <laughs> horrible things. And I'll have to go, okay, got a show to do. Mike goes on and I'm doing a show and I'll mm-hmm. bury all of that bad stuff until the mic goes off and then I'm sad again. Mm-hmm. She she can't do that. It's she, hard for me she, to do it's that. It's much harder hard for her to do that. that and sometimes I'm like, come on. Yeah. I, know yeah. that, I, know, I know your dog died, but we gotta, let's do it for Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> My dog did not die though, just as you know. Hypothetical but dog But like, died. you know, the news out there, the, the news out there that I'm constant, that we're all constantly oh. inundated with. Sometimes it's just like, ugh, you know, enough. Yeah. Hey, we're about out of time. We're talking with John Riley and Nancy Flagg from 93.3 The Drive. I don't want to go without mentioning Radiothon. For Radiothong. <laughs> um, it was 1997, so... Well, I think we started... 2001. This was year 17, I believe. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, 2001, that was oh, 9-11, right? right? We were out on a billboard promoting Radiothon up by the mm-hmm. hospital and heard all that stuff about 9-11. Yeah. I had to go back and deal with all that. That was crazy. I'll never forget that. But how much money has been raised for the Children's Hospital of Illinois since you've been doing that since the early Over $4 million. That is amazing. It is amazing. Good for um, you. And, uh, you know, then years later, I had a kid that had to go use pretty much every service that they have mm-hmm. at that hospital. And mm-hmm. I got, I knew already 
the caliber of the people that were there. So that made it pretty easy to go, yep, fix them. Mm-hmm. And they did. But you don't, it made me so much more empathetic to, to the cause for, for why we need that. We're so lucky to have that hospital here. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. Happens yeah. every December, right? Yeah, we're there about December, mm-hmm. sometimes January, but usually mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we tell the stories of the families and the, the people that run that place and fix our kids every day. And yeah, you can always go online on our website, 933thedrive.com. There's always a place to donate. We, sure. never, we never stop that because yeah. uh, they need money. Well, guys, I told you this would go fast. I did. So you're going to have to come back. All right, we'll do part two. <laughs> we'll do part two, the dark year. Will it be a, ga- will it be a game show? Because yes, yes. <laughs> you do like a game and show. And you're the secret square. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Uh, are you always Are you always going to have fun people, or are you going to have like you're really it. scary people? You're the people, only or? fun person I'm going to have. I mean, I just I'm going to have Bob you're... Larson on, and if you think this went fast, <laughs> yeah. Love Bob. the man has stories. And oh puns gosh, that will the, go uh, a decade. <laughs> I used to always think it wasn't it wasn't uh, the Fourth of July until Bob rode by in a convertible. All right, now it's the Fourth of July. <laughs> it's Scott Wheeler's Airplay ninety three point three. The drives Nancy Flag and John Riley. See, I gave her top billing. I always Thank I you. understand. Remember, you can watch us on uh, Peoria Life Facebook, YouTube, or Peoria TV channel seventeen on i three broadband. That'll do it for uh, this week. I'm Scott Wheeler from. Super Hits WIRL. Thanks for watching. PeoriaLife.com.